Good afternoon, guys. Uh, you are tuned in into the Daily Joe. This is your host, Jim. Today episode, we're gonna talk about the thriller last night with overtime, Kansas City versus the Chargers. Patrick Mahomes, solid game last night, three touchdowns, did throw for one interception. Travis Kelsey caught that game winning touchdown last night, baby. Um, Travis Kelsey, big shout out. You are phenomenal, my guy. Uh, you are a big tight end that loves to run. I can tell you it was a little tired last night, but you got it in. Uh, so kudos to them. Um, Justin Herbert, please don't hang your head down because you played a, a wonderful game of uh, two touchdowns. Um, actually, the Chargers are a team to be, you know, feared in the future. Um, but as of right now, the team to beat, I see rolling, is the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of people write them off saying they're catching on to their game. You can't beat a top-tier offense. And that defense is coming around, uh, thanks to Tony Sperano. Got that Kansas City defense going ham right now. So kudos to you guys last night. Um, You have the Suns. They annihilated the Wizards last night, 118 to 98. Bradley Beal, he led the way for the Wizards with 26. JaVale McGee led the way for the Suns with 17 and 8. The Pacers played last night against the Detroit Pistons. Pacers defeated them 122 to 113. Um, Karis LeVert led the way with 31. Um, Sadiq Bay led the way with 28 and 10 for the Pistons. Also, we had the Nets and the Sixers. Um, the Nets defeated the Sixers 114 to 105. Durant, all around clutch game. Uh, actually, the leading scorer in the NBA right now. Um, he produced 34, 11, and 8 last night. Joel Embiid didn't shortstop either. He had 32 and 9 rebounds last night. The Knicks and the Rockets. The Knicks defeated the Rockets. Oh, yeah, the Knicks got a win. 116 to 103. Ian quickly led the way for the Knicks with 24. Daniel Tice also led the way for the Rockets with 22 and 10. So we're going to get into the conference standards. Um, if you look at it, the Warriors are the best team in the West, tied with record-wise with the Suns. Those are my top two teams. The West, it consists of the Warriors are 23 and 5. The Suns are 23 and 5. Jazz are also 20 and 7. The Grizzlies, without John Morant now, are 18 and 11. Kawhi Leonard, less Clippers, are number five in the West at 16 and 13. And the biggest disappointment to me are the number six seed, the LA Lakers, at 16 and 13. You guys, with that roster, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook and LeBron James and those other co-pieces that you have over there, it's very disappointing to see the Lakers are not a top four team. The Mavericks, 14 and 14, the number seven seed. The Nuggets, the injured Nuggets are 14 and 14. Um, We know that the Nuggets would be a better team if Jamal Morey was healthy. I'm just going to put that out there. Michael Porter, Jamal Murray, all those guys healthy. The Nuggets would be a top five team. Now, this year, again, we had a play-in tournament from the 7th 
and the 10th seed where they were playing a play-in tournament for the final two, you know, playoff spots on each side, the Eastern Conference and the West. Now, I'm going to go over the East, you know, their their records, but I want to go back to the 7th through 10th seed with the Western Conference. You have the Mavericks, Nuggets, Timberwolves, and Kings. Neither one of those teams I see beating the Warriors or the Suns. I wouldn't even want to play that first round. That's going to be a warm-up round. Um, basically, those guys are going to handle their business against that bottom-tier team. There's nothing that they can do to put any pressure on those top two teams. So, with that being said, the Warriors are expected to get James Wiseman and Klay Thompson back probably sometime around Christmas. And, you know, Klay Thompson, we know about the situation. He's been gone for two years dealing with back-to-back um, injuries the last two years. Uh, love to see that Splash Brother to get out there and start working his magic again so he can start back playing and competing for championships. Now, this East, top team in the East are the Brooklyn Nets at 21-8. Mind you, no Kyrie Irving. You got James Harden, Kevin Durant, 21-8. Behind them are the defending champs, the Milwaukee Bucks, 19-11. and 11. Then you have the up-and-coming Chicago Bulls. There are 17 and 10. DeMar DeRosa has been on the tear. Um, Zach Levine, you know, he had found, finally found some complimentary pieces. And, you know, Lonzo Ball is playing lights out and also shooting threes. So then you look at the fourth seed. It's the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're 18 and 12. The Miami Heat are 17 and 12. The Hornets are 16 and 14. The Wizards are a sub-par 500 team. Um, they're the seventh seed at 15 and 15. And then the Sixers round that out at the eighth seed at 15 and 15. You know, we know what's going on with the Sixers. The Sixers don't have they, their orchestrator, Ben Simmons. And at some point, you might have to trade them. You might have to eat your laws and trade Ben Simmons. But don't trade them for nothing that's not of quality as him trade them for a shooter um i don't know which team that will benefit off of ben simmons but we just hope that come out to play because i feel like they're wasting joel mb's prime uh, right now without making a trade now you know the same thing applies on the on the east coast on the with the eastern conference you know there's seven through team 10 teams have to play in a play-in tournament and those teams consist of the wizards 76ers hawks and celtics currently standing and it's standing right now what i'm looking at right now none of those teams will be able to beat the nets or the books now the only team that i would say will probably will push it to seven will be the hawks i mean the hawks have been a big disappointment this year i thought they were a top four team last year um especially in the playoffs we're going deep into the playoffs the way they did i thought that was kind of like their coming out party but this year it's kind of been 500 uh, a little bit above the Celtics Tatum and Jalen Brown they're catching up with their ISO ball it's not enough ball rotation um, I mean shout out to the coach he's doing what he's supposed to do but these top teams like Brooklyn and Milwaukee and for, for that matter the Chicago Bulls I mean they're big they have shooters they're surrounded with ball movement and you know just clutch players and the Hawks, 
they're missing that leadership um, from, you know, a veteran player or something like that. A veteran player can come in, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, help them become a five or a six seed. Now, Miami Heat, you know, I'm kind of a little iffy about the Heat. You know, they have Butler, Lowry, uh, Bam. You know, they have these pieces. It's just right now sitting in a five seed, they will play Cleveland in the first round if the playoffs started today and maybe would defeat the um, Heat. But I think the Bucks, the Nets are too strong for the Heat. Uh, we all know they're too strong for the Hornets or Wizards. So it's not that I'm looking, I'm not going to discredit those guys because they are professional players. But when you're looking at a league of stars, um, the top six teams in the NBA are the Nets, Bucks, Bulls, Warriors, Suns, and Jazz. You know, we're just going to call it. The top three teams in the East are the Nets, Bucks, and Bulls. The top three teams in the West are the Warriors, Suns, and Jazz. Jazz always keep a nice record through the uh, regular season. You know, I'm always questionable about the playoff performance. You know, Donovan Mitchell, that guy's an awesome baller, but you can't get too many people that want to come to Utah, so you have to build a team within. So, uh, their failures are, are playoffs. When you play a good team that's looking ahead for the playoffs, just trying to coast through, that's what Utah run into every year. Um, so, with that being said, we have a lineup of games coming on this Saturday and Sunday um, with the NFL. Um, I will be covering that tomorrow. Um, the weekend games, you have a doubleheader coming on, and then you have, you know, the full slate of Sunday uh, football coming on this weekend. So you guys tune in to me tomorrow. Um, we discuss the weekend games that's coming ahead because most of these games have playoff implications. So I will keep you guys informed. I want to thank you guys for listening to The Daily Joe. Tune in. Thank you for your time.